Lose the Cape Podcast, episode 109. Today we are happy to bring you Jessica Stansberry, who is one of our friends, and um, we were having such a great time talking with her that we never actually did an official introduction in the podcast. So we were talking about all kinds of crazy things like back to school and getting pulled over by cops and cows getting shot and all kinds of crazy things that happen in our lives. And so I just want to quickly read her bio so that you know who we are talking to when we jump straight into this interview with Jessica. So Jessica Stansbury is a web designer turned techie tips teacher and the Jessica behind Hey Jessica, an online content machine dedicated to providing online entrepreneurs easy to follow step-by-step tutorials for navigating all things digital marketing in their business. Jessica throws down tech system and strategy knowledge bombs with weekly free blog content, a YouTube channel, e-courses, and her free Facebook group, Digital Marketing Squad. Jessica is also the sassy southern half of the podcast, All Up In Your Lady Business, where she dives into business strategy and interviews other really amazing preneurs twice a week. You can find out more at www.vheyjessica.com. We had such a great time interviewing Jessica. I hope you enjoy this as much as we did. You can find all of the show notes at losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 109. And while you're over there, don't forget to check out information on our sponsor, Trigger Memory Company. They have a great product called Times Tales, which helps your children learn how to do their times tables in fun ways with mnemonic devices to help them memorize and remember their times tables. Check them out at losethecape.com forward slash times tales. To message the kindergarten teacher, the new kindergarten teacher, and be like, um, just FYI, Ruby has rodeoed all summer, so her vocabulary <laughs> has expanded. Maybe a little colorful. All the major <laughs> That's hilarious. And she um, oh got bucked off her horse, her pony last night. Oh, Lord. Oh, no. So, he is a mother bucker. <laughs> so I'm not getting back on that mother bucker. That is hilarious. I'm like, oh, well. Oh, my gosh. Now, she told us the other day, she's like, I'm, I'm going to call that guy an FM. And I'm like, well, you mean MF, but <laughs> call him an FM if you want to. He'll <laughs> be like, Okay. My dad, this last um, school year, my dad would watch my littlest one one day a week for me because he was only in daycare two days a week. And um, he he said they were getting in the car and he couldn't get his like straps and his harness like totally situated. And then my little guy was like, shit. And, um, (laughs) And he called me and he was like, where'd he hear that from? I was like, you. You, Dad. That was you. That was all yeah. you. It was me, but it was you. Just because yeah. it <laughs> trickles down, the apples just keep falling. Exactly. Yeah, I. I don't. With Ruby, she's the youngest, and she's also the loudest. So we let her get away with way more. So when she says bad words, it's just like, eh. You right. know what's it hurting? At least she's not screaming, but she's right. gotten really out of control so oh, like, no. we may need to she's like I'm not gonna do it at school I mean she <laughs> knows where she can get away with it but that's yeah funny. she's 
and we are on our third night in a row, no sleep, because of this stupid Annabelle commercial. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. It's like, it's on Nickelodeon, or Nick at Night, during like Friends and whatever, we, Full House. Yeah. It's that doll movie, and it's a scary movie. Well, it's a new, it's like the third oh, version, and it's scary, girl. <laughs> but my girls don't sleep now. Oh, no. Because they think Annabelle's coming. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, the bags under the eyes are real. And why do they Why do they put that on during that time? Right? What kid yeah. wants to go see that movie? Totally. No, what I know. I, get... to go... I don't do scary movies. Me so. neither. I'm like, why is that commercial? Like, we'll do that all the time. Like, why is that commercial on? The good thing, at least for me, what I've found, like, my boys are very – like I have good friends with girls and I have like, we have cousins that have like all girls and my boys just things like that don't bother them as much. So uh, like, for instance, we had some cows that escaped. This is a funny story. We had some cows that escaped. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. And there were six of them and they were my father-in-laws. We live on like a family farm and, um, they were my father-in-law's cows And so he needed to get them back because he was going to lose all that money, right? Like that he'd spent on these cows. And Mm -hmm. he found three of them the first day and drove them back. They were crazy. They were just so afraid of humans that that's why they escaped. And Mm -hmm. they like went like running around. He found three of them, got them back, took them to the thing and sold them immediately. Because he was like, I can't keep them in. Found, eventually trapped two more. He they fi- figured out where they were going, like some neighbor's field, and they set up traps and like trapped them and got them to the sale. Well, the last one was rogue and he couldn't, every time he got near it, like he knew where it was staying, but every time he got near it, this stupid cow would like bolt. So he decided I'm just gonna eat the cost of this and eat the cow. Like he's like, I'm oh, gonna God. shoot the cow <laughs> yeah. and just we'll have beef, you know? <laughs> and so somebody called one night and was like, um, I don't know if you guys are still looking for a cow, but there's one right down the road from your house. And so my husband, here goes my husband and his father-in-law out the door with their guns, of course, because they're like, we're never going to be able to get close enough to it. They tried to rope her and she went running. So he, they couldn't rope her. So Jonathan, my husband shot her and brought her up the road 10 o'clock at night on the tractor bucket <laughs> And my boys were like, we want to yeah. see a dead cow? Yay! Yeah. <laughs> and they did not yeah. care at all. No, and my oh. girls are good with that because, uh, I mean, we have cattle and horses, and my husband is a professional rodeo cowboy, so they yeah. see it, I mean, all the time. Yeah. But this doll commercial has them flip them <laughs> out <laughs> because – they can't sleep. Well, last night, my husband and I are at the roping pen, and the girls are at the house. Well, I leave my phone at the house, so when I get home, I have all these text messages, Mommy, where are you? So, Because they're in the dark, and they won't, they won't walk down to the roping pen in the dark. Well, we have, like, an announcer stand if you want to have ropings or something, somebody can sit up there and announce. And we don't ever go up there, and our dog started barking at it. My husband looks at me, and he's like, Annabelle's up there. I was like, shut <laughs> up. Now I'm scared. <laughs> so I kept looking up there and he was like, she's going to say, Aubrey, good job opening the gates. And I was like, I hate you. I really, really hate you because the moon was kind of freaky last night. And then the dogs were barking. So yeah, they come by it naturally because I'm like, I don't like creepy dolls. I don't like 
clowns. Oh my gosh. Alexa, we're on night three, not sleeping. Look at these bags. Oh my gosh. What is going on? They're scared of that damn doll because the commercial comes on every night. Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Can, can you, can you, I don't know. Yeah, Karis has been coming into our room the last few nights, too, because she can't sleep because my kids were watching that TV show, Goosebumps. It's a Nickelodeon show. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they got her all scared. Now she won't go to the potty by herself because they watched one about Bloody Mary. And (laughs) let me tell you about my morning. I woke up. We're just rolling right into this. I'll have to I'll have to record okay. your bio and just add it to the beginning, Jessica, because we're already <laughs> this is okay. just too much fun. <laughs> um, so I wake up this morning and I okay, I've been having a lot of pain from either the mattress or the way I sit when I'm at my computer all day long or whatever's happening. So I get up this morning and I'm in such pain, like it hurt to move my eyeballs. Like, I'm like, uh, if I, if I like move my eyes back and forth, it's like, it still hurts a little bit. (laughs) Luckily I had already made an appointment with the chiropractor. So I went to the chiropractor and who happens to be one of my best friends from high school. And she was like, oh my gosh, girl, your back, your neck. This just hurts me to even, (laughs) so she adjusts me in like three different places. I get the little um, massage thingy. I'm going. On my way back, she tells me uh, she thinks I have sinus issues, so I have to do the neti pot. I've never done a neti pot before, so I'm in my bathroom, like, trying not to drown myself, trying to figure this thing out. Water's coming out of everything. I'm just like... Everywhere. Oh, but I think that might have helped a little bit. So then I'm like... Yeah, I was going to say, are you relieved? Yeah, I mean, I guess that helped. I don't don't know. I took some Sudafed, too. I'm just kind of waiting for... She thinks the eye pain is from allergies and sinus, so I'm trying to get Mm -hmm. all this work through. But um, so then I'm like, crap, now I'm late. I got to get my daughter and have her to the school by 930. So I'm driving a little bit faster. Nothing crazy. I was driving 44 in a 35. And a state trooper pulls me over. Oh, <laughs> like, no. And I'm in like a pack of cars. So it's not like, I mean, I was coasting down a hill. So I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I have 10 minutes to get her and get her to her school. So um, oh, he was nice. He was funny, though. He said, he said, ma'am, how fast were you going? And I said, or he says, how fast is the speed limit? I said, 35. He said, how fast were you going? I was like, well, I was coasting down the hill and as soon as I saw it creeping up towards 45 I put my foot on the brake and he was like now ma'am that's why you have brakes you need to keep your foot near that brake so you don't just coast past the speed limit and he's like that's why you have brakes and a gas pedal to, to speed up and to slow down he's like use your brake oh. but he was he was I mean he was real he was more pleasant than I just said it but you know he only gave me a warning he only gave me a warning, which was really well, nice because when you get a full ticket, it takes forever. So I was out of there in just a couple of minutes, got her, ran to the school, got her in there, thought it was going to take 10 minutes. It took 30. So now I'm parked just outside my house because I don't want my kids seeing me sitting in the driveway because they'll all be out in the car bar, <laughs> uh, bothering me <laughs> trying to record this right? podcast. So that's my day. Well, I, did my, I recorded last week in the car because our cows, we had, it rained in Texas in August. So everybody was like flipping out. And if it rains in Texas, we don't know how to drive. It's like, <laughs> oh. So somebody slid off the road and ran through our fence. Well, we have mama cows and mama cows are mean when they have their babies or rogue, you know, so they're on the road. The bull is out too. 
I am not a cowgirl, so I'm in my Tahoe, like, trying to drive them That's back me, in. yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm waiting on the DPS to come so we can ride port, so you can file the insurance. You know, I'm hoping these cows don't get back on the road and doing a podcast interview with Lex. I'm like, sorry, I got to go. We got another cow. Oh, yeah, it was a fun day. So, yeah, the cow struggle, I know, is real. Yeah. And the little bitches don't ever get out until Robert leaves. And then it's of like, course. Robert's gone. We're going to get out. I'm like, are you gotcha. serious? That's funny. Yeah. yeah ours, so we, we always have some kind of animal struggle around here. <laughs> I had a horse in the you, house, Jessica. in the living room. Yeah, you, you did. Have, she did have a horse in the house. That was crazy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The one, the mother bucker. <laughs> That's All right. Let's, let's talk Ruby's about like, Jessica. I'm taking him to my room. <laughs> Jessica, what are you up to these days? You've made some transitions over the past year or so into the, when, when did you, when did you move over to the whole, Hey, Jessica? About a year ago. It was in August last year. Yep. That's what Um, I thought. Yeah. So I was web designing before that. And, Mm -hmm. um, well, I had actually started, Hey, Jessica, but it was just under jessicastansberry.com at the time. Um, but what it is, I had started it in April of 2016, um, and did them both for, from April to August. And then August, I was like, nope, no more web design clients. I'm going full force into this brand and what I do in it. And so I shut down everything else in August and totally focused on Hey Jessica. And tell us about Hey Jessica. So I'm basically, I don't know the best way to describe it, but I call myself an infopreneur. And so Mm -hmm. I have courses and group programs and lots of teaching style things um, based around the systems and strategy it takes to run an online business. So Mm -hmm. I, I call myself a content marketing strategist. So I have courses in that realm, but I also have like techie courses like DIY your website, how to work convert kit, things like that. So I'm a fully course based business as of right now. Um, but I am starting some group programs in like this month. So cool. When you run your courses, are they usually like self-paced courses or do you do um, live instruction? I did my first course I ever launched was DIY your website and I did a live run of that. So they Mm -hmm. actually went through it with me for, I think like seven weeks. And at the end they had a website done, um, Mm -hmm. which honestly, I almost think that's the best way to do that course because people tend Uh, to drag their feet. Um, but since then, no, I've not done. Most of mine are totally self-paced. Um, and I, I kind of alternate depending on the course on whether it's evergreen or launch based. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now the only one that's open closed, that's not evergreen is my Facebook ads course. Um, mm-hmm. but it's going evergreen in September. So cool. Yeah, that's cool. And you and are, are great about oh. reminding people when they haven't finished <laughs> yeah. because I did buy the digi products course and I'm like, and it's so good. It really is. I mean, you don't have to know anything about anything because Jessica take, takes you step-by-step video. Cause I'm a very visual person. I'm Me like, too. Oh wow. Click here. Click here. I'm like, I actually, you can't see it, but I made this cool graphic from my phone with goals on it because I went back and was 
searching your blog. So I was like, I can do this in Canva. And look, she tells me exactly how to do it and the size and everything. Totally. But I do get emails. You have not finished your course. Yes, I know. (laughs) I know. I know. Shoot. (laughs) I wish all of them would send them out because I can't tell you how many like quarter of the way courses I have purchased and then uh, not finished. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. My thing is like, I was a photographer. Like I have Photoshop. I'm not dumb with it, but I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. I didn't know all these extra little things, Mm -hmm. you know, for like a website because I'm not a website designer and I don't want to be ever. Right. Me neither. (laughs) It's the little, it's the size. (laughs) No, no. If I can't drag and click and like have it done, Right. (laughs) Yeah. I use Thinkific and I can actually turn off those reminders per course, which is really awesome. So Mm -hmm. like my Facebook ads course, I actually have them turned off because all of those people are in a Facebook group. So I'm, I'm reminding them like actually personally, like, Hey guys, I'm seeing that a lot of you are only like 45% through this course. Like you really need the whole (laughs) course to run your first ad. So um, but yeah, like I love those little reminders and I get them too, because I'm subscribed to like half my courses, you know, for <laughs> testing purposes. And I'm like, Oh, this is annoying. <laughs> I don't want this, but I think it is good. I've had a lot of people say like your email to me, they said, I haven't finished the course, like made me think, Oh yeah, I need to go in and finish the course. So mm-hmm. yeah, I leave them on for the most part, but it's a cool feature to have. So what's the most popular course cool. that you have going Mm, that one's hard because probably the most purchased course mm-hmm. is a course I have on um, MailChimp because it's mm-hmm. super cheap. So it's like $29 yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, people, it's like a very low barrier to entry. Um, right. And so people will just grab it like, oh, I'm learning MailChimp and they'll Google and right. they'll, I'll come <laughs> up because I'm really high up in that search ranking for like learning MailChimp. Um, and so they just buy it. But Um, probably my most popular course, the one that people talk about the most and the one that people like refer the most is my Facebook ads course, which actually just Mm -hmm. launched in June. Um, so it's Mm -hmm. doing really well, which I love. Yep. Everybody's trying to get in the Facebook ads these days. So yeah. And they know on my blog, you know, how like step-by-step I am. So like, it's, I think that's what is attracting people to Mm -hmm. my course specifically Mm -hmm. because you know, I'm going to be like, okay. I'm going to talk to you as if you were a five-year-old. Right. You know, because that's, I read somewhere one time that if you can't explain your business to a five-year-old, you don't know what you're doing. (laughs) I love that. I love that. So like when I do tutorials, sometimes I'm like, oh, this feels too hard. I need to back up. And like a lot of my YouTube videos, there will, there will be like four minutes of me like talking. And then I'm like, nope, scratch all of that. That didn't make any sense. I know that my seven-year-old would have not understood what I was trying to say there. So I'm going to back it up. Um, Mm -hmm. because, and that's, I mean, that's just kind of how I run my business. I think it's a really good, and you, you know, it, you know, you know, it, and you go through it. So it's like, why aren't you getting this? And I need that five-year-old, like, I need you to say, okay, you have to go to settings. You have to go to edit. Like I, yeah, need that step-by-step. So yes. And most people do whether they even know it or not, you know, because yeah, you could be like super technical, but the, the tutorials that I follow. So like if I'm Googling something and I find two different YouTube videos and one is some man who doesn't have speak English and he is trying to explain 
something to me and just assumes I have this base knowledge. Yes. You know? Yes. That's, that's exactly what I was about to say. It seems like 90% of what I'm searching for on YouTube, they skip that initial, like nobody does that initial, yeah. like if you're looking up something like I've been teaching myself in design, for example, I needed somebody to tell me basically how to open it and right. to start and right. start a new document and everybody jumps all into the complicated stuff and i'm like oh, just let's back up so i appreciate yeah. that greatly <laughs> let's back way totally, up yeah. oh, because i have to literally google how to open i had to google how to close, <laughs> turn my mac book off oh, oh somebody, off. somebody <laughs> asked me the other day she got a brand new mac like piece uh desktop and she was like how do I turn it on? And I, she was like, I just what? don't see the button. And I was like, there's a button on the back. Just push the button on the back. And she was like, oh, I did not know there was a button on the back. And I was like, I know. I can't yeah. laugh at her because I moved from, I've always been a PC girl, always, always. And last, last summer, I think I finally got a Mac desktop because just with a lot of the stuff that I'm doing with interior layout of books and stuff, there's a lot of um, graphic design programs and things just work a lot better on the Mac. Um, but I'm still struggling. Like I cannot for the <laughs> life of me figure out like on a PC, maybe you can help me with this, Jessica. On a okay. PC, you can see all of your, um, all of what you're working on in the bottom. Um, but like, I can't figure out when I open, I wind up having like 72 folders open because I can't figure out how to find the folder that's already open. So I just go to the folder thingy and open it because I can't <laughs> figure out how to get so to the desktop. There's a key <laughs> on your keyboard that it's above the F4. It's the F4 above key. The F4. And it's okay. got a bunch of little squares. If you hit uh -huh. that, it will throw everything you have open. Uh -huh. So then awesome. you can be like, oh, I have this open and this open and this open. Let me click on this one. Um, right. So yeah, it'll, it'll like where you only see the front screen initially, yes. it'll kind of put everything where you can see it all kind of oh, layered that's out. So useful because all of a sudden <laughs> my, my computer will be running really, really slowly. And I'm like, well, dadgum, I have 94 folders open. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> totally. I'm trying to find all this stuff. Totally. Oh and gosh. if you have any, any Adobe program open with another Adobe program, I don't care how good your Mac storage mm -hmm. is or how good your Ram it's is. So it's going to suck. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah Cause I can't use Photoshop run... and InDesign at the same time. And it's like, Holy Mary, mother of God, this is forever. Yeah. Now I can run, <laughs> I, I upgrade my Macs every time I buy one. So I get like as much Ram as I can possibly mm -hmm. get. So I can run I can run Photoshop or InDesign together or Lightroom or any of those together, but I can't hardly run anything if I've got Premiere open and I'm editing video oh. because it's like, like a whomper of a program and they're like, nope, you can't open anything else. I don't use Premiere. So I use what's a really your favorite Adobe? Oh, um, honey, that's like making me ask, like asking me what my favorite child is. Pick your children. <laughs> <laughs> What would be the easiest one for someone just kind of getting into either photography or graphic designs or just somebody who wants a little bit more than Canva? So I think Lightroom is easier than Photoshop if you're just wanting to edit pictures. Like, um, so if it was photography and you're just wanting to edit the like overall look and feel of your photo, you're not wanting to edit out blemishes and things like that. I think Lightroom is easier to understand, but Photoshop is like my baby. It literally, like I do everything. I don't hardly ever open in, um, illustrator, 
because it drives me crazy. And I just think things are like more seamless in Photoshop. Um, yeah. So unless I'm needing to make like a vector that's going to be blown up the size of the Empire State Building, I don't <laughs> open Illustrator. So yeah, I would say Photoshop um, is probably the most intuitive and easiest to learn because there's so many tutorials out there for it. So yeah. um, your business has like really taken off in the last year, year and a half, I would yeah. say. Um, how has that changed family dynamics, family life? Because you, you have your boys at home with you, right? Most of the time, or, or yes. Most of the time, yeah. How do you do that? So I, <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. And actually you're catching me on a really good day because they're not here. Um, but so my oldest one's in school, but it's summer. So he's right. not in school right now. <laughs> Um, and then my little one is only in daycare two days a week. Um, and that didn't start until he was three and he's just four. Oh, wow. So, um, for a long time, I was just doing the hustle for a long time. For as long as my oldest one was born, I was just doing the hustle, like the nap time hustle or the mm -hmm. bedtime hustle or whatever. Um, but yeah, when he turned three, we put him in daycare, um, because my business was really starting to pick up then. And I was like, okay, I really need this extra time. Plus he's my clingy child. Mm -hmm. And like, he just needs that extra, like somebody besides mama, like there, you know? Um, right. And so now, right now in the summer, I've had them both home full time, except for one day a week when my dad has them, which has been a challenge to say the least. Um, <laughs> but, and we did not get into our pre-K program as I was talking about earlier, it's income based. Uh -huh. And so like, we were just way over the income cap. Um, so I live in, for anybody who doesn't know, I live in like tiniest, tiniest town, North Carolina ever. Um, like I'm two and a half hours from a target. Um, oh my gosh. And, yeah. Like a <laughs> tiny town. Um, and our income levels here are like super low. I did a, I got the, um, the research on it not long ago. And I mean, you'd be amazed at like what a family of four, like average income is here. So anyway, we did not get into pre-K. Um, and his daycare was like, oh, we don't have room for him more than two days a week. And I was like, no, oh <laughs> I was really hoping we'd be like more full time this year. You know, this is like his pre-K year. And my oldest son went to the school's pre-K program and it was one of the best things we ever did for him as far as like mm -hmm. letters and, you know, starting that like whole learning to read thing before kindergarten. Like, and he's, he's still ahead of the game in his reading as you know, at second grade. And so I'm like, well, oh, this makes me sad in so many ways. Number one, I'm not getting any more work than I was last right. year, <laughs> right? Like any more hours. And number mm -hmm. two, he's not going to get that like, dedicated, you know, learn to write his name and he gets right. frustrated with me and I'm just not a homeschooling type of mom. And so, um, anyway, I got a call this morning from his daycare and they follow the, um, North Carolina pre-K curriculum. So, oh, um, they called and said, we actually can get him in four to five days a week if you want Ooh, it. Um, okay. and I, she was like, you need to tell me now because I can give it to the next part timer. Like, yes. And I'm like, yes, yes no, <laughs> like, I don't even care how much no. it is at this point. Like I'm like, yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm on my way to drop him off now. <laughs> yeah. I was like, when can we start? <laughs> oh, yeah. that's great. 
Yeah. Yay. So somebody yeah. said something the other day about school and I'm like, oh, you mean school in like 20 days, 12 hours, 46 minutes and six seconds? Yeah. Got it. <laughs> I know. That's me too. And the funny part was, so she said I couldn't start him full time until September. So I'm like, oh, not those last two weeks in August he was going to start. She was like, no, I don't have room for him until September. I was like, okay. But as a mom, that guilt is gone because I know how good it was for my oldest son, right? Like I yeah. know how good it was. Absolutely. And um, that guilt is gone. It's just now the guilt of, oh, it's my baby. I don't really want to send him full time, but I know I need the hour. I know I need the hours and Mm -hmm. I know he needs the one-on-one attention that he'll get there. So, but I haven't talked to my husband yet about like increasing the cost of daycare, but we just not going to talk to him. How have you been able to balance it? Because I see you live on in your group and on your page and you're doing interviews with all these people and you're creating courses. And I'm like, I have a child care provider all day, every day, even over the summer. And I can't get that much stuff done. How are you doing it? (laughs) What's your secret sauce? Jacqueline, my podcast co-host says that I get more done with kids at home than most people get done all week without kids at home. Um, uh-huh. and it's, I don't, I don't know what my secret sauce is, but I do know <laughs> that I just don't care that they're here. Um, I will say that like, as far as you seeing me going live on Facebook, like I just don't care. And so it's become like a running joke that like in the middle of my lives, my littlest one will be like, we need to wipe. Um, because he goes <laughs> and he craps every single time <laughs> and he can't wipe himself like he just cannot and I'm like wipe yourself please wipe like I know you know how to do it and he just doesn't care and so it's I just don't care basically that they're here so if I need to sit down and I need to do a live that day it's an hour of my day and or you know 30 minutes to an hour of my day and um oh well if people can hear kids in the background and they're there with you yes, that's right kind of the same thing with my YouTube content. Um, I would prefer a very quiet house when I'm recording and, you know, for my own sake, for like keeping my mind on track and for the fact that you don't hear the background noise. Um, but this summer I've just had to suck it up and be like, guys, you're, you're going to watch a movie for like an hour or an hour and a half or whatever. I'm going to shut my office doors and I'm going to get some stuff cracked out. Um, and then I make the most of the days when the kids are not here. So right. like I said, the, this summer, it's just been one day a week. So like today mm-hmm. my schedule is like, I did some video editing. I have this interview. I have some more, um, content I need to get out to my team. And then I have another interview. And so I just make the most of those days. Um, yeah. and I have a team. So that's um, what I was just about to ask about. Yeah. You said team, who's on your team? Yes. Who all- so So I have a, it started with just a VA um, and she's very, she's a very like admin driven VA. So it's just Mm -hmm. mainly like very admin-y tasks, but she's also very trainable. So um, I could pass off a lot of like hooking my um, convert kit opt-in to my blog post. A lot of those Mm -hmm. things I was able to like teach her and pass off really quickly. Um, but now I have, so I have her and then I also have a customer service VA who handles all of my emails for my courses and my personal inbox, which is amazing. Um, nice. yeah. And then I have, cause that was where I felt like I was getting the most time suck. Um, and then I actually have a writer, a con, well, I don't know that she would consider herself a writer, but she's a content, um, switcher, I guess. So I will record the videos for YouTube and then I get her the video and she 
uses my voice and writes the blog post based mm -hmm. on the video. Mm -hmm. So I could have just had it transcribed, but then you get that like very stiff, like, and here right. is this and here, right. you know, and I don't, that's not how I talk. If you've ever read my blog, I'm like, blah, blah, blah you know, so yeah. I did, we, I found her about six months ago and it's probably one of the best things I've ever spent money on because my business is so content driven. Like people find me because of my YouTube videos and because of my blog. And I have like thousands and thousands of views each month on my blog. And so it's very important to my business to keep it up. And I was just, mm -hmm. I couldn't keep the schedule up without having right. someone else take some of that off my plate. Um, right. And then at this point, I also have a graphic designer on, um, nice. on contract. So, which is weird considering I am a graphic <laughs> designer. Um, but again, one of those things I just didn't have time to keep doing and it helps me be able to do what, like where my zone of genius is, you know? Mm -hmm. So you and Jessica podcast is still, I mean, you are Jessica, you and Jacqueline <laughs> podcast is still going strong. Yes. Yeah. We, um, actually switched to a format of having one big, and I'm doing that in air quotes, um, big expert every month. Um, mm -hmm. and then having like smaller, um, like round table episodes and things like mm -hmm. that just because it makes things easier. We have one topic every month and we know what we're talking about all the time. Right. Um, and last in July, our expert was Melissa Griffin, which was awesome. Um, this month, rolled. I was like, Oh yeah, this so month, yes. which is August is, um, uh, was supposed to be Kimra and we've actually already announced that, but she canceled. Oh, wow. Oh no. So, <laughs> um, she's going through some personal things and so she canceled and which really sucks because we've already announced it. Right. So, right. um, we're trying to like rearrange our schedule a little bit so we can get another one of our people that we wanted in for mm -hmm. this month. So, but yeah, going really strong. We have, we make a good chunk of money a piece every month from our affiliate income from the podcast, because mm -hmm. we were one of the first podcasts to promote ConvertKit and it's just kind of trickled down from there. Um, and we're probably going to start approaching more sponsors, um, yeah. in the fall. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, do you Your guys podcast actually, was, Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh no, I'm just going to tell the convert thing. Oh, convert thing. Oh, well, yeah. The um, their thing. podcast was the first one I ever listened to. And it, I was like, this is the only one that can keep my attention. Oh, but I did have I a know. question for you. Some interviews, because I'm new at this, fairly new at this, I zone out. Like, I'll just. <laughs> <laughs> She's not lying. Like, what? what are we or it'll be like 10 minutes and I'm like, oh, okay. So I hope you have a good day. And Lex is like, we've been on 10 minutes. And I'm like, sorry, I just like, I lost it. Do you ever just kind of zone out and be like, crap, I don't know anything they just said. I do. Jacqueline is better at not zoning out than I am. Um, my biggest thing is I'm such a multitasker that I'll see like, oh crap, I forgot to do that thing on YouTube that I need to like mm -hmm. go hurry and do. And oh. so I'll kind of like shift my screen over while Jacqueline's talking and like do the thing. And then I come back and I'm like, wait, I don't have any clue what they were talking about. <laughs> um, I don't do it as much yeah. because we keep our interviews to one day a week. So I'm like, listen, for that six hour period, I can, I can keep my mind on the podcast, you know? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I just kind of just, I don't shift and I actually shut down all my tabs before we get on because I'm like, that's, that's what distracts me. Um, if you're just 
easily distracted, I just own it. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I yes. had to tell something the other day. I'm like, well, one day both Alex and I, we were just not here, either one of us. And like for 10 minutes, I think it was the longest pause ever. It's like, say something. No, you say something. No, you say I don't something. Know what to like, say. Oh gosh. We were those awkward because normally neither of us have any problem carrying on a conversation with people. But that one particular day, both of us were just like, it was a hard, <laughs> and it was a hard interview. Some people are just hard. Well, interviews. that's what I was going to say too. We've definitely, we've never really had an issue with like awkward pauses and things like that. But we, there's a couple that I can think of, especially in like the beginning when like, they just wouldn't be like, it would be like, we'd ask a question and we'd get a one word answer. Right. So, like it would be really hard to like bounce. And I don't know if it was nerves on their part or if that was just the way they answered questions, you know, they didn't elaborate. It'd be really hard to like bounce right back in. Cause we thought we had like a two or three minute block where they were going to talk, you know? So um, yeah, some people are just harder to interview and I hate to say that, but it's the truth. Um, but we've mm-hmm. had very few of those, like very few. Um, yeah. Most, most of them just gel really, really well. It's so easy. In fact, um, listening to your podcast is what inspired me to find a co-host because I was doing this by myself for a long time. (laughs) And then I was like, it's just so much more fun. I mean, it's always just like having a cup of coffee. Oh, and you're learning some business tips. Oh, Mm -hmm. and we're talking about all up in your lady business podcast for those who don't, who didn't know Jessica before this. So check it out. They're awesome. I feel like it's very like one of those snowball effects because I wanted to start a podcast and was listening to being boss um, with Emily and Kathleen. Um, and I was like, you know what? I really like the dynamic of two people. Mm-hmm. And I also really liked that on their podcast, I could tell which one was talking because Emily has a Southern accent. Like I could, <laughs> you know how, like when you're, um, when you're listening to two people and you don't really know them. So you've just started their podcast like, or something, you don't really know which one is talking at that current moment. Um, because you can't see faces or anything. So I was like, okay, so I'm the Southern person. So let me get somebody who's not Southern. (laughs) And that way it's really easy to tell us apart. Not that one is better than the other, but at least people know, like when they hear that accent, it's Jessica. And when they hear not the accent, it's it's Jacqueline. (laughs) So um, yeah, it worked really well. But so essentially I was inspired to have a co-host from being boss and you were inspired to have a co-host from us. So Mm -hmm. it just, yep. Yep, I'm sure. I would just love to say that somebody's been inspired to start a podcast with a co-host, thanks to us, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, tell everybody where they can find you if they want to hang out with you more. She gives so much good information. If you need help with any of your technical stuff, your ads, your what else do you you teach convert kit too, don't you? Convert kit, um, ads, MailChimp, how to do your own website. Uh, Yoast for WordPress, like just all kinds of things. And I have a group program coming out. I don't know when this episode will go live, um, but Same. I'm okay. I'm launching mm-hmm. a group program the week of the 21st. So doors will be okay. open August 21st through the 25th. And it's um, called Noisemakers Camp. And it's Fine. going to, yeah, it's going to teach people how to make more noise in their business and become more well-known um, with through content and everything that I've done. Basically I'm teaching mm-hmm. what I've done. So, right. um, that will be open. But anyway, my URL is the 
Yes, T-H-E, heyjessica.com, because some jackass has heyjessica.com. So it's not just heyjessica.com. It's the heyjessica.com. But then from there, you can find everything. I'm very active on YouTube um, and all the social platforms. And my handle everywhere is heyjessicallc. Again, with the people still in the Hey Jessica, I have to add the LLC. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, I just have one you. quick question while nope. before we go out. Are, will this course have? Will you teach? Start teaching about Anchor? Because I jumped so, on the bandwagon on that. So Anchor, yeah. what um, is Anchor. Uh, I see oh, everybody doing it. Girl, okay. So a couple last week. <laughs> last we got week, the snaps out of that one. You didn't get the snaps. <laughs> Last week, Natalie Frank, who is the founder of the Rising Tide Society, um, she posted on her Instagram stories about this new app called Anchor. um, And it's like a micro podcasting app. Um, It's not new. It's like a year old, but that kind of trickled down. I didn't hear from it from Natalie. I heard from it or heard about it from somebody else. Um, but at the same time, I was still sending a crap ton of people over there. I was like, guys, I figured out this new thing, um, which I think helped cause I've been trending on it since I started in the top 20, um, which is pretty cool. But anchor is ju- it's just micro podcasting. So you can record Fun. five minute or less clips and put them out Fun. to your audience. Um, and then you can call in, it's like a radio show. So people can call mm-hmm. into your station and all of that. Um, it's definitely part of my content plan. And so one, to answer your question, um, Aubrey, one of the things that I'm doing in noisemakers camp is helping people build out their content plan. And that doesn't mean like most people don't need to be everywhere, right? Most people don't need to have a podcast and a blog and a YouTube channel and a Twitter and a Instagram (laughs) and all these things. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm helping people build out their content plan And, um, if anchor is going to be good for your content plan, then yes, I'm going to be teaching because it's a group program. So if somebody, you know, comes to me and wants that, I'm definitely going to do it. So question, if you can only do five minutes or less, how do people call in? I mean, that'd be like, ask your question really quick. No, no, but I just got to call in. Like, I just got an email that somebody called in. I got to call in. Yeah. So what happens, you know, what happens is you record your segment, your five minutes, it's not live. So you record your five minutes, you publish it. And like within that, you might ask for call-ins or even if you don't, people can still call in, then they can call Mm. in and you can publish their call-in. So, um, so for instance, if I say like, Hey, what kind of questions do you guys have around YouTube? Then some people could call in and I can publish their call-in questions and answer them in another segment right after I publish it. So you could have this whole like long segment going of like, here's, here's my question. Here's your answer. Here's my question. Here's your answer, which is pretty cool. That is cool. Well, thanks for telling us about that. I wondered (laughs) what was going on. I was like, everybody I know is posting an anchor site these days. I was like, we're all going to be radio stars. Yes. On on anchor. So my username on anchor is Hey Jessica, because I was able to lock that shit down. Awesome. So it's not Hey Jessica LLC. It's just Hey Jessica. Hey Jessica. All right. Well, we'll all go. I assume you can follow people. And speaking of which, we just moved to Blog Talk Radio, which we can actually do live call-ins there too. But we haven't um we haven't gotten the nerve yet to do live to go like (laughs) full on live one of these days. One of these days. I'm a little afraid of what what would happen if we were live? <laughs> I think she was just about to say what Aubrey would say if we were live. 
never know. You never know. But hey, yeah, listen, um, I, I'm, I'm a firm yeah. believer in just doing it. Like I say, my kid yells from the bathroom through half of my lives, like <laughs> literally. Yeah. And then my other, my oldest one thinks it's really cool to be on camera. So like, you'll see his head yes, like, kind yes, of yes, yes. <laughs> just like, and he's like, just standing there, like so excited. And I'm like, go away. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, this has been That's a lot hilarious. of fun, Jessica. Yes, thank, thank you. you especially, especially since now we know this is your one day without kids. I feel like really honored I that know. you took a good chunk of it out for yes, us. Yes, you should. <laughs> you should feel honored. <laughs> All right. Well, we will. Am I going to see you at the Boss Mom Retreat this year? Of course. I'm facilitating of course. and doing a, whatever they call it, breakout um, on video. So awesome. Yes. All right. Good. I will see you there. Yes. Bye. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thanks. Have a good day. You too.